Good morning, ladies, listening family. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you are ready to laugh as a part of this episode of Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryant. Now listen, I did this interview during the single part of our relationship series, talking about the single life. I had the pleasure of speaking with my good friend and certified health coach, Kristen Rogers. She is truly passionate about helping people change their lives. She had a dramatic transformation. She lost 75 pounds in six months and totally transformed her life, but I thought it was fitting for this to be shared during the Loving Ourselves series because she is committed to helping people change. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope you have a good laugh and thank you so much for your support and tuning in to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. This is the first time I'm doing audio and video, so bear with me. It's going to be a little crazy. And I have my sister from another mother on the line with me. Yes. <laughs> Rogers. Say hi to everyone this morning. Hey, ladies. Or rather, hey, ladies. Hey. <laughs> I need to do something like Wendy Williams. I mean, she's got that, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> that's not going to work for us. So we got to figure out something, um, something else. But, you know, this is exciting because it's, it's fun to do this with friends and experiment and just add to the podcast, add video. I mean, I just, I'm right now, I'm in like wonderland. I love the fact that you volunteered to do this, <laughs> to be the guinea pig. But I also love the fact that you volunteered to share your heart to be transparent, to go into discussions that most people don't go into so that there could be healing. So I'm going to do what I always do when we just have audio. I'm going to open us up in prayer, and then I'm going to have you introduce yourself to all the listeners. We have ladies and we have gentlemen on the line on, and listening in, um, in their cars or wherever you are right now. Thank you for tuning in to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. Father, I thank you for such an awesome time as this, where we are in your presence, where we can invite your Holy Spirit to speak to us, to counsel us, to comfort us. And I just thank you, God, that you would speak through us, that it would be your thoughts and your heart towards your people, God. I thank you that you love us so much, God, that you daily want to give us daily bread, daily revelation. So I bless Kristen and I bless bless this time, God, that we can truly connect with listeners and that your word will go forth in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So we have this amazing series and I told my friend Kristen all about the relationship series. We had the single, the married, the dating divorce, and we've kind of touched on all of these throughout the, it's been about 60 days that we've been kind of talking about this and the response has been amazing. Someone stopped me going on the elevator in the office the other day and it was a gentleman and he says, keep doing what you're doing. He's like, I'm going through some things and I've been listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh my goodness, thank you, God, that, you know, people are actually listening. <laughs> Is anyone listening? That's why I think about that sometimes. But so that our listeners and our viewers can get to know you, Kristen, would you introduce yourself to everyone? Sure. My name is Kristen Rogers, and I am close to a native Floridian. I've been here for about um, 35 years. I know Candy from when we worked at Sprint together a long time ago, um, and we have just remained friends over the years. It's been wonderful. Um, I currently am a health coach. I help people with their health goals. Um, I have my own health story and transformation in that way, and I love 
and we have a passion for helping people become the best versions of themselves. And I know for myself that that first step was to let go of what was on me um, in order to kind of work on what was in me. So kind of that's what that's what I do. I do other things too, but that's that's the main thing where, where God really um, is working on me and the passion. And you look amazing. I mean, I'm so I'm so happy that we stayed in touch. Yes, we did meet many moons ago at work and we just had a connection. And Kristen is one of the funniest women you will ever meet. I mean, she really is just the light of my life. And so <laughs> and I'm just, you know, laughter, it does something for friendships, for healing, for life. And so I'm just so thankful that I know one of the funniest women around. Because she's always there to make me laugh and we can laugh for hours. And so I knew it was fitting to ask you to bring your personality, bring your authenticity, bring your heart, all the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, the, the hilarious. I'm sure there are some hilarious moments. And girl, you were rocking that lipstick, by the way. We okay. talked about that. We're going to have to tell people where to follow you too. What's your Instagram name? Uh, Kristen.Rogers. Kristen.Rogers. And Super simple. It's so awesome. And they, they can see the lipstick journey too. So I want to start with, <laughs> I want to start with where your heart and, and really some of the things that you were saying to me before we hit record are just mind blowing. And I really want to know on this journey, first of all, they're going to learn that we've heard from people who've had a year or two years single walking that single journey. And that's a challenge. And we don't take anything away from that. But I, I'm so honored that you would share your testimony and tell us a little bit about how long you've been walking the single journey and some things you've learned along the road. Yeah. So I have, I think probably a pretty unique story in that I've been single, I'm 41 and I've been single for 41 years. And that has been something that um, for a long time has not felt like something I really want to share. I just wanted it to be different. And um, I mean, I grew up, I was telling Candy before we started, I grew up Baptist, so um, no smoking, no drinking, no doing drugs, no no finagling, no anything, and I was a good I was a good girl. By the way, a potluck was totally, totally okay, and three pieces of pie was really important. So um, I I exchanged relationship for, for food, or food rather for relationship, um, and I, I was part of a time where the church kind of um, encouraged abstinence of all the things. Um, and it's not that everyone kind of bought into that, but I happen to be, I don't know if you, if anybody knows the Enneagram, I'm a three with a four wing, which means I'm a performer and I like to do things well. Um, and so that was a place where I was seen, I could perform in a way and it felt safe. Um, I think there were a lot of things going on in dynamics in my household where I just wanted to feel safe and I wanted to feel like, I remember thinking when I was th in third grade, I remember thinking, oh, I wonder if I could marry that guy. You know, it, that's that my went through that entire filter. It was like the Terminator, right? Like I would see someone, and I'm like, no or yes, and it was often no. Um, if it happened to be yes, then I would say, oh, okay, well then, I'll try to engage with that person. And it always felt like I was. It always felt awkward. Um, I feel like because I put so much pressure on it, because I'm like, oh, I'm looking for the one. I'm looking for the one. I'm looking for the one, which if you meet someone and you're already, I've already done the Terminator thing and I'm looking at someone, can you imagine the intense eyes of that like coming at someone? You know, if you imagine you're like, hey, I've sort of decided that you're it. 
<laughs> and I'm going to mute myself while I'm laughing because when I start laughing, I think your audio will cut out. So if you see silent laughing, that's the funniest thing ever. So I'm going to go back on mute because I want, I want everyone to hear every word that okay. I say. Well, and so it, what it looked like for me was that was kind of an affirmation of me saying, oh, I need to wait. I just need to resign myself. And the more space and time that, that was between me and what would be normal for my age, the more that it felt like, okay, I just need to wait for the one because now it's embarrassing. <laughs> now, now it's like, okay, so like I haven't kissed a guy and it's like, I'm 18, I'm 19. I'm like, Lord Jesus, come, you know, like, I'm like, surely he's coming. And I was in the, I was in the time where I was dating goodbye, passion and purity, lady in waiting. And I was like, I'm cool with that. That means that I get to do all the things that like, I get to be me. And then he's going to come to my door. And, and like, as long as I go to church, he's just going to show up and I'm going to know what to do with it. And what turned, it turned out like, Number one, I started to look different. I gained about 100 pounds between the ages of 18 and 22. That's when I stopped I stopped uh, basketball and I started doing something else. And so I physically changed. So the people who were coming around me weren't me. I didn't really understand me. And I was really driven a lot by fear and intimidation. Um, and that's been an interesting thing. It's, it's, it's interesting how it can be single or anyone being driven fear I've found now that I've kind of removed the weight, I've seen now that it's got its tentacles throughout my life in a lot of different ways. This is one major area. So I, by the end of this, by the way, not, I'm challenging myself and I'm holding myself accountable to do the bumbles or do something <laughs> where I have to engage in, um, in, in, in relationships. So I, I think once it became so far removed for me that what would be normal for my age, I really did kind of resign um, and think, okay, God, you're, you're probably saving me for something. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily participate in what would be necessary, like what would be risk, you know, everything. I, I, I think when I tried to step my toe into risk, it was not really risk. And, um, and I became, I, th I think, people tell you differently. I mean, maybe more and more funny, but more and more awkward. I had more and more examples of where I did really weird things. So Candy, can I give you an example of one of the weird things I did? Of, of course. And of course, you know, when you said I'm, I'm 41 and I'm a virgin, I'm sure everyone is thinking, oh, the 40 year old virgin, like that's probably the joke. <laughs> that <laughs> like that's the big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing. But absolutely, we want to hear the, the craziness. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I literally have I could probably fill a book with all the weirdness, like all the awkwardness. But one was a guy came to work where Candy and I used to work and he was from out of town. He was super cute. It's like six, six feet tall, something like that. And blonde, adorable. And I was like, mm, he's really cute. That sounds, you know, but I didn't know what to do with it. So my flirting kind of looked like, like this, right? Like <laughs> resigning myself from the situation. And then and when I did talk to him, I didn't know what to say. So it also looked like this. Hi. That's creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's so creepy. So that didn't work out so well. That I, or it would look like um, with him, I was like, hi. I'm, and then, like, eventually I talked, but then it was verbal diarrhea because I was so nervous. I mean, I was sweating from all my parts. Like all my parts were sweating. And I was just like, hi, I'm so glad you're here. So like, how long are you here? Uh, like, you know, we should um, like, what, like, I really liked what you taught on, which was not, by the way, it's totally boring. Like, who is <laughs> telecom, come on, like, it's not great, you know? And then, um, and then uh, my friends were like, you should go talk to him, go talk to him. I'm like, 
I don't know what to say. So then I see him walking down the hall. I, I, and I literally, he saw me. I literally went the other, like I went to the side room completely avoiding him. Well, my friends who are lovely and wonderful and know that I struggle with this said, you need to go be in front of him, go see him. So he was in another part of the building and this part of the building had a whole bunch of cubes. And I um, went into this other part of the building and I see him like, like maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away. And then when I see him, I'm like, like this, right? Like soup's weird, but like, looking <laughs> at and he turns around, stares at me and I freeze staring at him like a weirdo. And then what did I do? No joke. I did this behind the cube. <laughs> so for the listeners who won't see, won't see the video, uh, you did the, the shrinking down motion into the cubicle. And did anyone see you? Yeah. So here's the funny thing, right? So then I'm like, I'm, I'm down, I'm down below the cubicle where he can't see me. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, what do I do now? He for sure saw me. So I don't know. And then I'm like, okay, I've got to leave. So I start walking down the aisle away from the cubicle and who comes around the corner as I'm literally hunched over, <laughs> like walking down the cubicle, my face in the direction of him, right? He comes around the cubicle and he sees me and I'm like, Hey, <laughs> hey. I can't do it. Kristen. Right? You need your own comedy hour, girl. It's crazy. So that's just one story of kind of how that translates. And it's funny Right. It is, it's, it is funny, but it's also really indicative of what I, what I wasn't doing. And I think you've asked me before, like, what do I wish someone would have, like, what wisdom do I wish someone would have maybe imparted to me or what, what book do I wish I would have read or, um, and there was one, one that's been really helpful for me most recently. And it's, um, how to get a date worth keeping by Dr. Henry Cloud in it just basically says, Hey, Christian dating has really messed things up. <laughs> like your dating I was always dating to get married and so there was so much pressure on it and I was I, I wasn't I I saw like the guy in my sights right like some sort of Bambi <laughs> and I was ready ready for to pull the trigger with me but there's but but that wasn't relational that that like I wasn't able to be fully myself and so when I think I wasn't pursued I think because I wasn't myself I mean I I, I see people come around me and it's always a mystery to everyone. Like, well, you're so great. Amazing. And that's, first of all, thank you, everyone. <laughs> um, you are great. But, but, the, but the question I had was like, why can't you be that way with, with people? And I mean, there's, there's a litany of different things in different relationships that I've had, like a, my father, just different, different things where um, I felt like I had to perform. And I couldn't, I didn't know how to just be present and allow myself to be messy and true and just be what it was. But also I didn't know how to, in the moment, I didn't know how to be present with him and ask him, him questions about him. I was doing both sides of the relationship. And so there was no room for anyone else when I was talking to someone, right? So it really, um, it, it was very helpful for him to, for him to say, listen, dating is about writing about yourself and learning how to do relationships with someone so that you know you know how to ask good questions because dating is a precursor to marriage and like if you don't know how to have a conversation before marriage it's going to be so tricky when you get into a situation where you start to like someone and if you don't have your voice at the beginning it's going to be really hard as you walk through the, those moments without it so 
I think for me in my journey, in my 41 years, like God really, like, I feel like he has lifted this physical, um, this physical cloak that I put on myself to cover myself. Um, he has, he has met me in that and he has removed the lies that I believed about myself um, in that and what I believed about what is true, what I, what my, what I could do, what my body could do and what he's called me to. And as he's looking at that, he's, he's also revealing to me um, other places where I believed lies and he is graciously doing it at a pace by which, I mean, feels fast to me, right? But it's still a gracious pace of revelation. You get a choice, it's revelation. You get a choice. That was the other thing. Wow. I don't want to interrupt you. That's the first time that I think anyone has actually put it like that. You get revelation, you get answers. You, you know, the word of God is full of counsel and the Holy Spirit is full of counsel and wisdom. And then we have the choice. And this the way you put it. I think you put it so perfectly. Um, I stole it from someone. So I'm so glad. That's super nice. (laughs) I I somehow made it. That's awesome. But I think somebody else did it. Um, but the, the, the thing is, is, um, and I actually read this recently that we, um, uh, Eugene Peterson, I think wrote an article, um, and he said that we are, we get to be prepositions in God's, um, in God's story. So and we get to be with, um, he gets to be for, um, we, he is, um, in us or he gets to be like, instead of us being the thing, we get to participate with him. And so the weight of having having to be whatever it is, is kind of removed, right? And we get to go with boldness as, as he does give us revelation. He gives us an opportunity to, to be a part of his story, but, we, but we've got to, we've got to take action. Right? We've got to- that is so good. And you actually said something that, um, I wanted to go back to, which was um, part of your story as well. And it was how you, how, what, what role food played. I know you joked about it a little bit, um, but that was huge. And I, I believe someone listening needs to hear that because they're substituting something for the loneliness, something for the, the pain. And so tell us a little bit about that part of your journey. Yeah, so for me, food was my thing, food and TV. Um, it, I tend to, when things, um, well, as I was growing up, it was a lot easier to say no to the parties and the other stuff. Um, and I found a, a large pizza much more compelling. I found a large pizza on a Friday night much more compelling than having to engage in the, in the dissonance of like what I thought I needed to do for church and what they were doing as teenagers. And I just sort of, um, I, food was sort of my comfort. And it also, um, became a way for me to replace the longing in my heart, it numbed it. It allowed it to numb. It filled the space. So like, so did TV. And so if, if I would get really anxious, if for some reason food wasn't a part of my day, I would be ravenous in the kitchen. Sometimes, you know, whenever parents were on the cycle of groceries, right? Like I, one time I ate bittersweet chocolate, not knowing it was like 90% cocoa, right? And it was awful, but then I found butter in the, fr- like I just mixed all the things. I, um, I would eat like 10 hot dogs at a time. I would find, you know, anything to pacify or fill that longing and that craving. Um, especially as I watched others lives, I was always 
and, and I, and I justify that by saying I'm abstaining from these things. Um, and so this, this thing is permissible. And I don't know that I would have had the language around it at that time. Um, but that's what was, that was what was happening is I was exchanging all the messiness of being a teenager for the clean life of a food addict. <laughs> and I played basketball for, for nine years, but when I stopped, it caught up with me and it, it started to manifest itself. I think like when people struggle with, with drugs or porn or, or they struggle with alcohol, it starts, it starts in like in the quiet and no one can really see it. A hundred pounds becomes really evident that there's a problem. Um, you know, having a bender and ending up on the side of the, side of the side of the road or in someone else's bed, like it becomes evident that there's something, there's something there. So I think for me with singleness um, right now, um, I'm holding intention because I have to feel my feelings. Right. And I, God is again, so graciously, um, meeting me in a place where he is showing me showing up in places in my business in places where I am, um, in, in relationally, like I have so many more fun and amazing relationships. He's showing me how to be social. Like I've never been so social. I mean, I go out all the time and it's super fun and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm becoming an inviter before I mean, I'm, I'm a natural introvert. Um, but I'm a social crazy to me because you're so oh. like crazy and awesome. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm a social one. And it's like, I, I have, I didn't have got, I God brought people around me who showed me how to be an inviter. And as I've learned this, it's a skill of inviting and just being willing to say, I'm going to go to this thing. I would, I would love for you to go with me. And that's for, for people who are single and trying to figure out how do I even, where do I even start to create community? Change happens in the context of community. Community has been a big part. Voices who both love Jesus and both voices of just people around me who own businesses. Like there's a bunch of different voices God's going to use in order to move you to move you in his story and challenge you and offer you places like where, Hey, I'm going to reveal something to you and there's going to be a freedom there. But that caught that change happens in the context of community. It doesn't happen by yourself. I um, love that. I, and actually that's going to lead us to where they can contact you about your health coaching. And so tell us where you are today, the transformation. I, I know that you're so transparent. You, you probably will send me a picture of the before and after, right? So maybe I can use that for the, for social media, yeah. but um, tell us where you are today and tell us how they can contact you and a little bit about this, the whole world of getting healthy. Perfect. Um, so I am now 70 pounds down. Um, I, I know. Yay. Um, and that happened within about six months. And, um, but the real, like the change happened in my body initially, but the transformation is happening in my mind over time and it's happening in my spirit over time. So I, the, the engagement of the, um, of the body is awesome. And actually I'm re-engaging in my body and I'm, act, I'm moving toward almost like performance athletics, a little bit more like, Hey, my body did this. I wonder what else it can do. And I am. I'm working out twice a day now just because I like being around people and it's fun. I like Oh, so fun. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I was a sedentary person who came home and was really excited to watch psych or law and order or whatever. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's a cool transformation. Um, as far as where you can find me, you can find me on Facebook or you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's Kristen Rogers and it's C H R I S T E N 
Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. And you will find me. My 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 pub, my fam, my Instagram and my Facebook are um, are public. So you're welcome to reach out to me via Instagram message or via Facebook if you've got if you two have some goals that you want to reach. And um, what I would what I do is I just I talk to you about your goals. We dream together. We think about what's possible, and I walk you through the program that I coach. And if it's a good fit, that's awesome. And if it's not, that's okay. I got I got a new friend, which change happens in the context community. So I'm, I totally great. No time lost. <laughs> I um, love it. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I think that was it. <laughs> so what can they expect? Um, you said that obviously you dream together and you are a living testimony. I mean, the journey that you've been on is just it's mind blowing. And when I look at you, I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. I've got to stay on my grind. So I started working out every day and you're such an encourager. What does it kind of look like for the beginner, the person who's like maybe scared to even step out towards getting a health coach? Um, I see that we're probably going to be coming up on 10 minutes, so we'll kind of wrap it up quickly, but what is that first step? How do they take the first step? Yeah, I would say the first step is being bold, being bold and like, allowing someone who's walked through the journey to just love on you. That I think as much as I can tell you, it's, it's, I know it's intimidating and I know it's different and I, and I know that you don't know me, (laughs) but I can tell you that I, I desire to love people well and I desire to meet, to meet and listen. And the thing that God has done for me and the way that he's built me is to see what's most true about people um, and to call that out. And so I love meeting with people and, when I say dreaming with them, it really is talking about like what if failure wasn't an option, like what would health look like for you? And often that starts with the weight, but then what does that mean for you um, financially, spiritually, and relationally? What does that mean if you are married? Like what does that mean for you and your husband or your family? Um, what does that mean for the legacies that you're going to leave? But what does that mean for adventure? Like what would it look like if like if failure wasn't an option and you could fall like if you were falling in love with health, like the journey of health, like, what life does that look like? So we walk through that process of just asking those questions. And, um, and then I walk through, again, I walk through the program that I coach that is, um, that has, has its own structure. And then you get to decide, you're like, okay, that is, or that isn't a good fit for what I'm wanting to accomplish. And if not, that's okay. If you have other questions for me, or you want to take a different route, great. But it's, it's a matter of, I've, I've got connections. It's, it's asking someone who, who has been in it, who's walking in it, and who cares about you um, the next the next step. I love it. If, if you would do us the honor of closing us out in prayer, you know, I've in this last, it, it's so amazing how God works. We were talking about married people and divorced, um, people with the experience of divorce. And I, I met some of those people and I heard their stories. And then as soon as I we moved to the single life, I started meet, meeting like single women everywhere, like at the gym. And there, uh, one lo- young lady that I met was like, I just, you know, she wanted a community of people to walk in purity, to be encouraged. You know, she came out of a worldly lifestyle and she's just like, you know, I'm kind of alone now. And I'm like, that's not the place to be. You want to be surrounded with people. So I'm going to post all your contact information on the podcast page so they can reach out to you. And if you would close us out in prayer and pray for that person who is, who, who God has brought to this podcast to hear it right now. Okay. Um, and before I do, I would like to say also, as far as change happening in the context community, find a local church too. Like, like um, I go to celebration downtown in Orlando. You're welcome to come. Um, there are tons and just 
um, try. I think that that's one of the most intimidating things, but see where you feel embraced and where you hear Jesus. And that's a, that's a wonderful place to start. So um, I will, I will close it out. Father God, I just thank you so much for this time. Um, thank you so much for the, the candy. Thank you for her heart um, to use this platform, Father, to um, to love on people, to offer them um, hope and vision and, and you, God. Um, God, I just pray for, um, I was going to say my single, my single sisters and brothers, Father. Um, I just, I pray for truth to be really, really evident in their lives, Father. I pray that you would um, expose the places where the lies have creeped in about themselves, um, about what's what's true, um, what's true about them or about their their journey that they've been on, Father. Um, and I pray that you would just completely obliterate the lies and fill that with truth um, of you about the fact that you're crazy about them, about the fact that you um, you have more for us, Father. Um, I just pray that we that our hearts would be filled with the truth that you have more for us. Um, I thank you for meeting us in the places um, as single people um, where longing and desire is there, but, um, but you're there too. And that um, you offer so much life that is so beautiful and so complex and so um, so thick with, um, with color, Father. I just, I pray that our eyes would fix and we would stare at, um, at the beauty and, um, and trust that you, uh, if you put a longing in our heart, um, that you will meet it in some way. Amen. I love you, my sister from Alabama. <laughs> and so this is the first time that, I mean, you really are helping me to step out. You're encouraging me. You're always, you've always been an encouragement. We've always, I believe, tried to fan each other's flame, help inspire to keep going, uh, to pursue our dreams. And so I just want to say I love you and I'm so thankful for you. I love you too. Super thankful for you too. And to all of our listeners, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being on this journey with us as we've been talking about relationships. Uh, Whether you're single or married, dating or divorced, there is a word for you on this podcast. And so please share the podcast, goodmorningladies.org forward slash podcast. And you can go to the Good Morning Ladies Show or Good Morning Ladies Show on Instagram and Facebook and just share it. And I believe you'll be so blessed. And we have, I think we're up to like 40 shows or, or 41 shows. And uh, so this one is going to be just a special and a blessing. So thank you, Kristen. Love you. Bye, everyone.